Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Saturday. Handicap goes three and one. We hit the Twitter bat. Life feels good again. So let's recap the winning card for you. We cash on Utah minus the four. They get the job done against Colorado. UCLA minus the two and a half. They played a great 15 minutes of basketball to start the second half at Oregon. So we cash that ticket. We cash on Kansas minus the three at Oklahoma. They cruise to the cover. Our lone loser on the handicap. Well, for the third consecutive day, yes, third consecutive day, I lose an overtime bet. And for the second consecutive day, I lose an overtime bet where I had a 17-point lead in the second half, and then in overtime, it was all Nebraska, and I lose the ticket. On Twitter, thank you for the votes, and thank you for the winner. You back the Jayhawks, so we get to cash on Kansas times two. And a side note there, I believe the vote was over 60% in favor of Kansas on Saturday. That was the most lopsided Twitter vote of the year. You guys nailed it, so nice job picking Kansas in that one. Then from there on, I made a ton of mistakes. Number one, when I wrapped up the podcast Saturday, I said I like two additional plays. I like Louisiana and I like San Jose State. Well, San Jose State was plus five and a half. They won outright against Utah State, but I put Louisiana on the card and not San Jose State. That was mistake number one. I also added Grand Canyon and Santa Clara, lost both of those tickets. So it was a bad day on the OPP front, but the numbers all work out for me. We go three and one on the handicap. We hit the Twitter vote. We make $40 and we move on to the next. So here we go. It's the Super Bowl in the National Football League. Final time I get to say that for a little bit. And where do we start? Well, we have to start with the coin flip. I mean, I have a coin sitting in front of me that won seven consecutive bets before losing a basketball game. So it's seven and one. I shelf the quarter for about 10 days now, saving it for this moment because No quarter should be able to predict the coin flip better than my quarter. So here we go. Survey says, heads it is. My bet's in on heads for the coin flip. Then for the game itself, I've been on the fence all week. I think the Eagles may be the better team, but Patrick Mahomes is the best player on the field, in my opinion. So I'm going to go the Chiefs plus the one and a half over the Eagles. Then a personal play here, not available for me on better edge but I will also be playing the under 24 and a half in the first half. But once again, that will not be an official podcast play since that one will not be available on Better Edge. Two prop bets that I will be playing. Number one, Isaiah Pacheco, over 47 and a half yards rushing for the Chiefs. Let's remember the Eagles gave up 181 yards rushing this year to the Lions, 168 yards rushing to the Texans, 157 yards rushing to the Bears, 152 yards rushing to the Commanders. We know Patrick Mahomes will be the best quarterback that they face all season. They're going to respect Mahomes, try to take Travis Kelsey out of the game. They're not going to sell out to stop the run. I think Pacheco and other opportunities for the running backs are going to be there for some chunk plays. So I like Isaiah Pacheco over the 47 and a half yards rushing for the Chiefs. And then similar logic, of course, I'm taking Jarek McKinnon, over the 19 and a half yards rushing for the Chiefs. So I agree with Bill in Florida on this pick. Same logic as Pacheco. I expect the rushing yards to be available for Mr. McKinnon. I actually probably plan to play 
everything and everyone else to the under on Sunday. That's my current lean. But once again, for the podcast here officially, I'll be playing Pacheco and McKinnon over the rushing yards, and then we'll see where things go. Then, just a reminder, last call to join our Super Bowl Super Bowl prop pick'em on Better Edge. $25 entry fee, winner take all, still out there, still available. Would greatly appreciate it if you join. Then on prize picks, if you play prize picks or want to sign up, don't forget to take advantage of the Patrick Mahomes Square. It's currently over a half yard passing. Just complete one pass for Mr. Mahomes. You're going to get that square, combo with something else, and then you have a winning ticket. So now let's get to the card for college basketball on Sunday. Yes, they're still going to play college basketball. There are three games in the Big Ten. Guess what? I'm not going to touch any of them. We start in the Horizon League. It is Purdue-Fort Wayne, minus the four over Robert Morris. So Robert Morris has lost three straight. They're now 6-9 and nine on the Horizon, 11-15 and 15 overall. Offensive efficiency numbers ranked 308th in the country. They averaged just 58 points over their last three games. Purdue-Fort Wayne has dropped two consecutive games. They're now 7-8 and eight in the horizon. They're 15-11 and 11 overall. The Mastodons have the better offense. They're averaging over 74 points per game. Robert Morris won the first meeting as a three-point underdog back in December. So this line would have been around nine at Purdue-Fort Wayne back then. It's only four today. Purdue-Fort Wayne shot just 38.6% in that first game and turned it over 16 times. Not good. Purdue-Fort Wayne's top player has gone over 30 points in two of the last three games. They're the home team. I once again have the top player on the floor. I have the better offense. I have the revenge angle. I'll lay the four with the Mastodons. Purdue-Fort Wayne minus the four over Robert Morris. Next up on the card, we go to the Horizon League. It is Cleveland State plus the two and a half against Youngstown State. So Youngstown State enters this one as the top dog in the Horizon League. They're 12-3 and three in the conference. They're 20-6 and six overall, winners of five consecutive games and winners of 10 of 11. The Penguins can light up the scoreboard. They're averaging over 83 points per game. They're ranked 37th in offensive efficiency. Cleveland State ended their two-game skid with an ugly 57-55 win over Robert Morris last time out. The Vikings are now 10-5 and in conference. They're 15-11 and overall. Cleveland State is more balanced, averaging 70 points per game. They give up 67 points per game. Youngstown won the first meeting, 85-71, to with both teams shooting over 50%. Youngstown hit eight three-pointers in that game. Cleveland State hit only three. Youngstown has lost only two conference road games this year, but I think today will be number three. Give me the Vikings of Cleveland State at home, plus the two and a half over Youngstown State. Next up, we head to the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference. It's Manhattan minus the one over St. Peter's. So last year's NCAA darling St. Peter's enters this one, five and nine in the conference, 10 and 13 overall. They've won three of five, including a couple road games. Well, that up their road mark to at least three and nine. Before you get overly excited, though, those three wins have been against the bottom three teams in the conference. The Peacocks have been challenged offensively this year. They average only 62 points per game. They rank 327th in offensive efficiency. Meanwhile, Manhattan is 6-7 and seven in conference. 
They're 8-14 and 14 overall. They're coming off an 11-point loss against conference leader Ryder, where they shot only 37% from the floor and got out-rebounded by 17. The Jaspers have improved significantly during the year. They're 4-4 four and four over their last eight, including quality wins over Siena and Niagara. They've played five overtime games this season, including an overtime loss to Iona. I know what it's like to lose an overtime, by the way. St. Peter's won the first meeting, 67-57. to 57. The Peacocks hit 10 three-pointers in that game. Meanwhile, Manhattan shot just 5 of 17 from beyond the arc. So I like the recent form for the Jaspers. So I'm going to back them in this one, minus the one over the Peacocks of St. Peter's. Then the final game of the card for you is also in the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference. It's Quinnipiac, minus the five at Canisius. So I'm still bitter about blowing that 17-point lead on Friday before losing it overtime at Niagara. I'm risking a 30-day suspension at this point, but I'm going to roll the dice again with the Bobcats off back-to-back losses. The Golden Griffins have lost six consecutive games. They're just 5-18 and 18 on the season, 3-11 and 11 in the MAAC. Quinnipiac won the first meeting by just five as a nine-point favorite, thanks to the Golden Griffins shooting 11 three-pointers and shooting over 45% for the game. That was their best offensive performance since a non-Division I game back in November. I don't expect them to be that good this time around. So I plan to cash my minus five ticket today with the Bobcats on the road at Canisius. Then once again, I'm not going to touch any of the Big Ten games today. There are three of them, Iowa at Minnesota, Michigan State at Ohio State, and Purdue at Northwestern. But a couple quick fun facts I wanted to share. Big Ten conference records for those teams over the last three years. Purdue is tied with Illinois for first with a 38-13 and conference record. Iowa's actually third. That surprised me at 32-19. and I need to give the Hawkeyes a little more love, I believe. Ohio State is seventh at 27-24. and Surprisingly for me, Tom Izzo in Michigan State is actually only in eighth at 26-26 and over the last three years in the Big Ten. Northwestern's 11th at 19-31. and And my Minnesota Golden Gophers are 13th at 11-40. and It's been a painful run for me. So now, let's recap your card. For Super Bowl Sunday, once again, the coin flip. Heads it is for me. I'm on the Chiefs plus the one and a half over the Eagles. I will have a personal play, not an official podcast play, on the first half under 24 and a half. I will have two prop bets, Isaiah Pacheco over 47 and a half yards rushing for the Chiefs. Jarek McKinnon over 19 and a half yards rushing for the Chiefs. Then in college basketball, I'm on Purdue Fort Wayne minus the four over Robert Morris. I'm on Cleveland State, plus the two and a half against Youngstown State. I'm on Manhattan, the Jaspers, minus the one over St. Peter's. And I'm on Quinnipiac, minus the five over Canisius. So that's your Super Bowl Sunday card. I hope everyone enjoys the game. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.